This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about the church at risk all over the globe. My name is Mark Stafford. I'm here with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. COVID-19 has hit the world and wreaked havoc all over the globe. Now, before we get into this subject, we want to talk about um, COVID-19 and God's perspective on sickness and plague and disease. But we also know that many of our listeners have greatly suffered from the effects of COVID-19. And please know, our heart goes out to you. And we want you to know that you have our love and our prayers. Well, we see God using plagues all throughout the Bible, and we see God using plagues and sickness in the Scripture. Every time we see it in the Scripture, there's always this one word that we can associate with it, sovereignty, that God is sovereign even over some of these difficult things that we face, and that's a consistent uh, theme that we see throughout the Scripture. God's in control, and He can even use something like COVID-19 for our good and for His glory. And we've seen evidence of this all over the world. This time last year, David, we talked about having a 2020 vision for the year 2020, and honestly, I thought we were just kind of being clever about that. But we were seriously looking for God's clear vision in 2020 for the future of SOM International. We were always also looking at that for how we could really refine what we were doing and that God would give us clarity for his purposes and vision for this ministry and how we communicate that to people. But little did we know exactly what God had in store for 2020. I mean, not exactly how we expected, huh? No, you know, Mark, I I think back to January, I mean, who would have thought where we have been in this year? And yet, you know, I've really been meditating on the 2020 vision that not only we were talking about, but I think a lot of organizations and churches. And, uh, you know, I was thinking, how would people describe that today? And I think it depends on your perspective of what you've experienced, what you've gone through this year, and where you really are in your walk with the Lord, too. Because uh, this year has shaken every institution, everybody. And what I see, I certainly see in my own life, I've seen that God's Word and His work in His Word is solid. And everything else has been shaken. I mean, the things that weren't, you know, on a strong foundation have been shown to be weak and not working and and not giving peace. And I think a lot of people have gone through that that I've talked to that they've seen, boy, what they were living their lives for, what they thought were important, uh, just isn't as important anymore. I mean, even that movement towards people wanting to spend more time with their families. And and so we've seen God's, uh, you know, hand demonstrated certainly in this year. And so I think it has been a year of clarity, of 2020 vision, where we've cleared out the clutter. And now we could see really, okay, what remains? What is God calling us to? What is truth? I don't know what's your perspective on that. Have you seen that also, Mark? Yeah, I have seen that, David. And I've seen that as God has stripped away some things that we have just assumed to be normal part of life. Uh, We've assumed it's normal to go to the mall without wearing a mask. We've assumed we can go to a restaurant. We uh, have assumed that last year's sales are going to be maybe, uh, uh, you know, 
that this year's sales is going to be up from last year's sales. There's just a lot of things that we that we assume, and what we've seen is that everything's just been turned upside down this year. And it's not just here in America. Um, you know, we complain about a lot about it here in America, but we've seen it even more so impactful with some of our international brothers and sisters who are dealing with things that are really unimaginable to us, and the seriousness that. COVID has caused in in their hearts and lives, in their, in their everyday lives is incredible. You know, David, I heard a story. I was talking to their Hernandezes and they were talking about this incredible season that they went through where they locked down their kids for, I mean, I think it was all but like an hour or 90 minutes a week. If you were under 17 and you were discovered outside, there was like this police state in their neighborhood and they'd turn you in. I mean, literally you could serve jail time in their neighborhood if you were outside of their home for more than 60 or 90 minutes a week. I mean, could you imagine, a, you know, a five-year-old not being able to go out and play outside for more than 60 or 90 minutes. I mean, it, it's unimaginable. It actually wasn't even 60 minutes. It was for four months. Kids legally could not go outside and neighbors were telling, you know, were calling in on other neighbors if they saw like the kid on the playground and uh, the police could come and they were arresting and big, big fines and then putting in the paper just to keep everybody scared straight. So yeah, there's been a, a huge reaction to this. And so I think what this revealed is where people's faith were and and the fear that so many people are living in. And I think that's where we get our comfort then from the Word of God here that we see in the Word of God. There's over 100 references to plagues and pestilence in the Word of God. If you want to do a great word study, the conclusion that's clear in the Word of God is every time, without exception, when there was a plague or, or a pestilence, it came from God. But what's beautiful, what I want people to catch, if you read it carefully, it's always out of God's love because God hates the brokenness. He hates the pain and mankind moving towards destruction. So he sends a plague as a discipline. For instance, in Exodus 9, 14, for this time, I will send all my plagues on you yourself and on your servants and your people so that you may know that there is none like me in all the earth. So God returns people to a correct relationship with him. So after we get from our back for a break, Mark, I think maybe we could talk even more about that. Yeah, you know, when we come back, we'll talk more about how COVID-19 has impacted our international brothers and sisters. And maybe we will tell another story, story or two. We'll be back. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio, where we talk about leadership in the persecuted church internationally. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm here with David Witt, CEO of SOM International. Now, we've been talking before the break about COVID-19 and about how it's impacting uh, those who are in the persecuted church. And sometimes they're getting an impact that is far greater than what we faced here in America. You know, honestly, David, here in America, we are facing things like having a little bit less work to do, uh, you know, some businesses closing, some people struggling with 
uh, not finding a job. And then we're having fights over whether or not we should wear a mask. I mean, there's there's things that honestly seem like they're pretty light in comparison to what they're facing around the world. Um, I remember a story that came out from India that they said if you were caught without a mask, that they literally would begin to hurt people who were not wearing masks. And so talk a little bit about how are our international contacts leading the church through the difficulties that they're facing as a result of COVID-19? Yeah, well, so many of our contacts have talked about that they never dreamed what a benefit and what a a move of righteousness would come out of this. Because we're working in the areas that people are resistant to the gospel, they haven't heard the gospel. And uh, as of COVID-19, you know, from the news of the world's perspective, fear dominated and everybody was predicting and talking about doom and destruction and economic chaos and social disorder and on and on. And we've seen different levels of that. And God's compassion is there and God's people for compassion is there. So in the midst of this, we have our contacts on the front lines there who, for instance, like in India, gave away over 150,000 masks. In North Africa, they gave away thousands of masks. They got the In North Africa, they got the government's attention. And one of the pastors there, after the governor of the state came to the Christian ministry of Muslim background believers, you know, people think about the context of that, and thank them for the example they are setting in their community. And the pastor of that particular center, who again, let me say, is a Muslim background believer, said to our director there, he said, say to I never in my life would imagine we'd had government officials coming and thanking us for this work. So we have seen our contacts talk about what the outpouring of God's spirit of people coming to Christ and the response directly connect to COVID-19. And in the United States, the encouragement, Mark, as these opportunities and needs rose and and lives being impacted, the body of Christ turned out to be incredibly generous this year. One of the biggest years for uh, the body of Christ being generous so that we were able to channel these funds to these needs. And now there's even greater opportunity that's happening at this very moment, Mark. So it's been amazing as you've looked in the right places, what God has leveraged this crisis to be for people to be drawn together and to do the right thing. Yeah, you know, the sewing ministry that we started alongside the church planting training in India and the church planting training in North Africa, it was always hoped to be a platform that would be an outreach, be a micro business that would help to provide some funds for these ladies, but also be a platform for outreach into these communities. But again, we would have never imagined how important that would become in 2020. I mean, unbelievable to see how these ladies are able to take something as simple to sew as a mask and use that to make an impact in their entire region. It's just an incredible story about how God has used the the faithfulness of those ladies to not just provide for themselves these micro businesses, but also to be a platform to share the gospel alongside these church planters that were training up by the dozens of hundreds in some of our church planting schools. And they're reaching villages all over the place. That's a heart of the ministry is church planting. But at the same time, to see that God is using every avenue for the gospel outreach is 
incredible. Yeah, and I think, Mark, that's another leadership aspect that we can really highlight there is that God's leaders are Holy Spirit-led where they respond to the needs around them, but they hear from God how to meet them, when to meet them. And so here's a need that we started in 2012 for you know, women who were persecuted, who were widows, who didn't have a skill. I mean, they're very vulnerable class of people. And they started meeting these needs and engaging them with a skill that they could be a witness and have a micro business in these little villages. Well, because they did that by faith, God's multiplied it. And sure and lo and behold, when we do it God's way, we're perfectly set up for when this plague happened to be an immediate leader and have influence and a positive impact to their communities. Now, no leader in our shrewd minds can necessarily you know, anticipate all that, but God can. And that's where leadership multiplies most effectively when they're filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with God's word, and they begin to follow him by hearing and obeying his voice. Now, if I remember right, one of these sewing machines, uh, they're really, they're kind of incredible machines. Uh, they don't require any power. They're pedal driven, if I remember correctly. They, they cost, what, about a hundred bucks, something like that. So if somebody heard what we're talking about and they said, hey, you know, I'd love to get involved with helping some of these ladies not only start a micro business, but in this outreach to their villages and communities that we're seeing all the way up into some of the uh, leadership levels in these communities, how could somebody get involved in making sure that one of these ladies gets a new sewing machine. Yeah, people want to go to At Risk Radio or directly to our website, spiritofmartyrdom.com. They'll find links to uh, get involved and even the specific project of sewing machines. And then they, they can buy their own sewing machine, which will multiply for the rest of a widow's life. I mean, many, many years. Uh, and these widows are praying literally for hundreds of Indians every month. I mean, it's just staggering the influence these women have. They get on fire for Jesus. They get on fire for loving others. Many times they're even sewing for needy other people, not even charging. It's just amazing the impact that these ladies have when they're given a sewing machine and the love of Jesus. Uh, so that's just a great way as people consider how they were impacted this year for COVID-19. Maybe that's a way that they can even be a blessing to others and pass that on and stand in solidarity with our family around the world. Yeah, I love that. And hundred dollars helps somebody start a business. I mean, there there are business people out there who think, well, that's an awfully small amount of money to pay to help somebody else provide for their family. Well, be kept up to date about what God's doing within the church at risk all over the world. Make sure you go to at risk radio and sign up for the newsletter. We'll send you a print newsletter every month and it's got pictures and stories and ways that you can get involved with the church at risk. I'm Mark Stafford and this has been at risk radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International. 